What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. If you're ready to unleash your marketing potential and crush your small business goals, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez. Over the past four and a half years, I've helped hundreds of small business owners achieve big dreams with small strategic marketing steps. When I say big dreams, I'm talking quitting that part-time job, five times in your income, or opening your first brick and mortar. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to market your business with laugh out loud personal stories, real life client examples, and the occasional F-bomb. Because let's be honest, Marketing your small business is so much more than just a marketing problem. Grab your earbuds and let me show you how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez, and today we are diving in to episode five in our five-part series for navigating business transitions. Today's topic comes from a very real world example of a client case study. Um, I met with this client last week and I'm going to fill you all in on that in just a moment. And then I also have my own personal story to share and this just occurred today. Um, Right before I recorded this, I spent some time. And so anyway, today's topic is investing in experts to expedite the process. And I'm going to share two real world examples of how and why this is beneficial. So are you ready? Let's dive in. All right, first, how's everyone doing, though? Real talk. Um, Today is the summer solstice. Also, I know this episode is coming out a couple days late. I started the first few episodes (laughs) with batched episodes. And so I just, you know, you set it and forget it once the content is done. Um, And then I got to this week on Tuesday and I was like, oh my God, I didn't record an episode. So I'm still getting back in the habit of creating this weekly podcast for you all and being here with you all. So thank you for your patience as I got this episode to you. Um, I do love, love, love being back on the podcast and I will be opening up my guest slots very soon. I'm thinking in the month of July, we can get some guest slots on the books. Um, So if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, you can send me a DM or send me an email. Um, You can even book a a free consultation and we can talk about it there. So reach out if you want to be a guest on the podcast. It's always a delight and a pleasure to have you here. Um, So without further ado, let's dive in to this week's topic. All right. Last week, I had a meeting with one of my regular clients. We meet about every two to four weeks, depending on the project at hand. Um, And I'm going to start this by giving you a little bit of backstory on him. Let's call him Ted. Ted is a product-based business owner in a super niche industry. He sells, makes, and builds parts and products for audio renovators and music makers. Um, So you can think antique radio, like an antique radio that's been converted so you can use it as a guitar amp or a Bluetooth speaker. You can think um, fabric for guitar amps, like the, and not just guitar amps, but fabric, speaker fabric. Did you even know there was such a thing? I'm learning so much from this man. It's amazing. Um, Or the actual knobs for the antique radios, he he creates those. Um, He makes those himself. And so this is a very, very niche industry that, shocker, I don't know much about. Um, And he came to me 
looking for a marketing strategy. So we're going to get into why he needs a strategy in just a moment. He does work full time and he's been growing his business online using various selling platforms, SEO and social media a little bit, but primarily third party selling platforms. If you know anything about third party selling platforms, if you're familiar with maybe you're a maker and you've used you have used Etsy before. Um, They do take a cut of the profits, of course, for their own, to cover the cost of utilizing that service. And to date, he has honestly been so wildly successful with thousands of sales and transactions online, mostly on these third-party sites. Um, So when he came to me, he had one big-ass goal in mind, and that is to shift the majority of the sales over to his website instead of using the third-party selling apps so that he can maintain a higher profit margin and have access to the consumer's email address and other buying data. So of course, you know me, I love a challenge, and I was like, yes, this is perfect for me. Um, And now that you know Ted a little bit, let's talk about some of the things that are getting in his way of achieving these goals. And I say this because this is a real world client. We are working through these things in real time. And I think you might be able to relate to some of these things. So number one, time constraints. He works full time. He's married. He's a father of two. And he is not particularly savvy with social media. He has done a great job with SEO. It is incredibly impressive. And he's also navigated SEO on all of these third party platforms. If you're familiar with Etsy or you've ever tried to sell anything on eBay or any website like that, they all have their own built-in SEO capabilities and that is an entire other world of marketing to get to, to know and to navigate as you build your business and utilize these platforms. And he's also the only member of his business right now, so his time is incredibly limited. Um, The second thing getting in his way is lack of direction. Before he came to me, he was unsure of how to move his business forward, what path to take, and what people to hire when the time comes. And surprise, the time is here right now. Um, So we're going to get into that as well. And then number three, and probably most importantly, he is in his way himself. That is one of the constraints. Ted is convinced that he can continue to do it all himself. And we've all been there, right? You're so used to bootstrapping and DIYing that you get sticker shock the first time you look into bringing someone on board to help you. But what you have to ask yourself is how much is your time back worth. Not are they worth the hire, but is your time worth it to free it up so you can focus on other activities? And this is a conversation and something that I help so many small business owners navigate as they onboard help for the first time. And since we've covered time in previous episodes, I know this is something all entrepreneurs struggle with, and especially in this transition phase of business. And I want to discuss solving for this problem and not the problem itself, because I just, I know you're all familiar with it. Um, So my first approach with Ted was to ask him what his goals are. Like, what are his his actual tangible goals? Number one, he wants to make more money with less time from him personally. So like a lot of you, he has built this business. He is the center of the business. If he's not working, he feels like it's not making money. And he's honestly got his systems automated enough where he can make sales if he's not working, technically. Um, but he still has to be the one there to ship out the products, to manage the shipment, to manage the communications, all of those things. So more money with less time from him. Number two, streamlining the selling platforms he's using so it's just easier to manage. This goes back to saving time. He's spread really thin right now. 
on all of these different platforms. So one of the first things we did when we sat down together is dive into his analytics and looking at the percentage of sales coming from each of the platforms. So what's nice about his website, I think he's using Shopify maybe, is that he's able to see the categories of the third-party apps and like where the sales are coming from. And so we realized that the sales are coming from primarily three top, like two third-party sites and then his his personal website. So it was not going to take as much as he thought to shift the bulk of those sales over to his website, but it is going to take some time and some effort to move things in that direction. And then number three, and most importantly, to build up sales on his website so he has more control over customer communication during and after the sale. So think follow-up, growing his email list, et cetera. You know, when you use these third-party websites, they want that customer to be theirs. You are a part of the transaction, but that customer is not yours. That relationship is not yours. It is that app's customer, just like social media. This is why you see so many people in the online business space preaching about email list so that you have a way to communicate with, to build a community of, and to sell to your audience directly outside of a third-party app like Instagram, Etsy, etc. All right, so now that we've identified the goals, we were able to provide direction. And knowing that one of the things in his way is his own personal time commitment, I was really able to zero in on where to start. And the first place to start after diving into the analytics and and doing some analyzing and evaluating on of what he's done so far. Um, The first place to start was to hire someone to help with SEO and social media management. And this is where all sorts of warning bells and flashing lights went off for Ted. Like someone was holding a giant do not enter sign. You would have thought that I just spit on the floor in front of him when I said, maybe it's time to hire someone, right? Um, So I'm just being a little dramatic there, but he, (laughs) also shocking, Um, but he did hesitate. There was hesitation. Um, And do you know who was holding up that sign? That big do not enter sign, do not pass go. It is Ted. Ted is. He is the only one standing in his way here. So I know you'd love to have a 90% profit margin, but the reality is owning a business costs money. You have to invest in tools, software, studio space, products, packaging, shipping, and yes, your own personal growth as a business owner. I cannot think of a single successful business owner or person for that matter, famous or not, that didn't have a coach, therapist, mentor, personal trainer, all of the above, plus more at some point to further their growth, right? Michael Jordan had Phil Jackson. And we all know Phil made Michael meditate and the rest of the team, and they attribute a lot of their success to that. A meditation is a huge part of this. It's not a... <laughs> a rabbit hole I'm going to go down today, but just, you know, put your, put a pin in that and we'll come back to it at a later time. But honestly, if you think of, if you think of an entrepreneur that you look up to, if you think of a successful person, whether it's an athlete, a business owner, a musician, whatever industry, do some digging on the help that they invested in to get to where they're at. And you'll hear people reference this. If you listen to podcast interviews with these people or you watch documentaries, you will hear them attribute success to key people in their lives. And a lot of times those people were hired or paid by them. And, you know, obviously like Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, they were part of the same um, franchise. Is it a franchise? Whatever. Club, whatever it's called. Um but so they they were hired to work together 
Um, but there are still coaches, mentors, all of these things along the way. And you are no different. And the reason people invest in help is for accountability, for having someone there to keep them on track. This is something when my clients move into more of a maintenance mode of coaching, where we're meeting once a month instead of every other week or some sort of expedited pace, um, they're really looking for accountability for that check-in every month for me to say, okay, hey, we talked about this last month. How's it going? Or you mentioned this. Have you have you worked on it? Are we keeping this on the front burner on the stove? Are we moving it to the back? Or are we just going to take it off the stove right now? Having those deep conversations. Um, some people invest for companionship on this journey, right? Uh, having a mentor, having someone you look up to that you can reach out to, a friend, is so nice to have because it this can be a lonely journey. Your your close friends and your family may not understand the journey that you're on. They may support you, um, but they don't know firsthand what you're going through. People reach out and seek help for guidance, for knowledge, for expertise, for support, for tough love, for encouragement, for roadmaps to success, and most importantly, to navigate all of the ups and downs of owning and growing a small business faster than they would on their own. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. People invest in help growing their small business because they want to navigate the ups and downs of owning and growing a small business faster than they would on their own. The last part is what I've spent the better part of one to, two one-to-one meetings trying to discuss with Ted. So after we discussed his next steps, which were we were looking into hiring an SEO expert and or a social media manager. He came back to me saying he thought the prices were a little high and he wasn't ready to invest that money yet. Totally understandable, right? I get it. We've all been there. You you dip your toe in that investment water and you get a little scared. It's a little cold over there. So the reason you hesitate to invest is because you're scared you won't get the money back. I get it. There's an individual service as an individual service provider. I cannot guarantee your ROI from w- investing with me because there are too many individual variables at play, but I can guarantee that you won't be spending as much time swirling around trying to figure out what direction to go in next or how to navigate your own mental BS. Oh my gosh, the amount of time we time we waste just trying to figure out what step to take forward when all you need to do is take a step and the rest will follow. And what I and other service providers you invest in for the growth of your business can guarantee is that you'll save time trying to figure this all out. So I let Ted twirl. (laughs) I let Ted swirl on this for a bit uh, for like a meeting. So I think it was a few weeks. Then we had another meeting where he was still trying to DIY the SEO. And let me tell you something about this. So he has spent so many hours with SEO and he's really, really done a great job, but he has taken it as far as he can without being an expert or professional on the subject matter. He has done his research. He has watched the videos. He has Googled and blogged and all the things and he stayed up late and he's made it work and the sales prove that. They show that but he is currently at the point of diminishing returns. It is no longer worth his time. It is no longer worth it for the amount of time he's spending because the growth is so small at this point. So he's having to spend more time tweaking the SEO than the SEO will yield a financial result. If 
does that make sense? Like he now at this point, so in the beginning, he was making big leaps. He was able to have a big impact with SEO. It was new. He was just setting it up and he was seeing a big return in the number of transactions, the products that were selling, that type of thing and the in his reach overall across these platforms. But now he's at a point where he has done so well, he needs to bring in help. He can no longer take it to where he wants to go. So this is exactly the point where you want to invest in help because experts expedite the process. Ideally, they'll be able to take it farther, faster, because that is their job. They've done all of this for so many clients and years before you that they now have all of this experience compounded to make your experience even better. And that is what, when you hire someone like me, a service provider, I'm not just bringing my knowledge on the subject matter. I am bringing the five and a half years of entrepreneurship experience I have growing my business and all of the businesses I've had the opportunity to interact with in the last five and a half years. But I'm also bringing my almost 13 years of sales and marketing experience out like outside there in the real world. Like I have Fortune 500 experience. I went to college for this. So if you include that into that, you know, so you're almost talking two decades of marketing experience because I can take it all the way back to high school, folks. I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to compete in marketing competitions in high school and I did place in the state I placed third in the state competition and qualified for nationals. So I got to go to California and do a whole national business pitch in high school, okay? (laughs) So two decades of this shit I've been doing it for. And I bring all of that to all of those experiences, all of those stories to our meetings. Um, So the last part I wanna touch on here is the idea of financial scarcity in business. I once had a client say when she paid me that I had to massage a lot of horses asses for this. And that has always stuck with me. Because when you invest, it's not what you're giving away. It's what you stand to gain that makes the investment worth it. When you are so attached to your finances, especially your business finances, that it physically pains you to invest in someone to help you grow those same finances, you need to question whether their prices are the problem or whether your relationship to money is. That is some real Talk. If you feel, yes, especially in the beginning when you're first making investments and you will feel that payment, you will feel that exchange of money because you have worked so hard to make that money. But the idea that you're giving it away without a return is not true in most most cases. I cannot speak for other service providers or your experience in those. And I know some people have been burned um, by bad experiences, especially when it comes to coaches. Um, but the the idea, ideally, is to invest in a program or a person where you are gaining so much more. Now, I will say that return on the investment may not always be money that you can deposit in your bank account. It may be lessons, and we all know you can't pay your mortgage with the lessons learned in business. However, those lessons are still incredibly valuable to your business. It may be lessons. It may be shared experiences. It may be 
growth in other ways, maybe setting boundaries, maybe hiring help at home. So in growing phases, it can feel like you are, are spending more, you're extending more, you're saying no more. Growing is not fun. Growing pain, they're called growing pains for a reason. Um, so when you invest in the right help for your business, if you were to chart your growth, whatever metrics you're using, depending on who you've hired and what you've hired them to do, it should look like a hockey stick. The flat part at the bottom is you plugging along DIYing it and then boom you hire someone to help you and your growth explodes the handle of the hockey stick goes up because you now have time to invest in other things and the things that were sucking your time are no longer on your plate oh my god wouldn't it be so nice to have not to have to do it all the shit all the time like so many of you carry that like a badge of honor, the burden of having to do everything of your in your business, the badge of DIYing and bootstrapping and doing it on your own. You can put that baggage down. You can set that suitcase down anytime you decide to, because I promise you the successful business owners that you see have figured out a way to let go of control and to invest in help so that their growth can skyrocket. And there's a time for growth and there's a time for DIYing and there's a time for bootstrapping. And Some of you just need help figuring out what time and phase you're in. You can choose to grow your business alone, but it will be a slower, lonelier process. And at some point, you'll have to ask yourself if what you're doing is actually worth your time. Or you can choose to invest in help to expedite the entire process. Let me be clear. Expedite is not the same as bypass. You will still have to do the work and you will still have to show up when you don't want to and you will still have good days and bad days, but you will learn to move through those faster because you're navigating it with someone who has been there before. If you are ready for help, I've got a special summer deal for you. I've got 10% off of my services for podcast listeners only. You can get the links to my services with the discount code or book a free consultation to figure out which service is the best fit for you in the show notes. All right, listen, you deserve help. You deserve someone to expedite this process. You deserve to not have to do all of these things on your own. So today, your homework is to put together a list. This could be a mental list. It could be like a a manifestation visualization list, like in your journal. It could be an actual, maybe you're starting to outline a standard of procedures or processes, an SOP in your Google Drive, um, really, really putting it out there so that when you hire someone, you just hand this over for this particular part of your business. But what your homework is, is to make a list of tasks or things or projects that you would hire someone to do. Oh, I didn't tell you my personal story. Okay, so story time. If you can stick around for a few more minutes. Um, So today, I knew I had meetings this afternoon and I wanted to record this podcast as well as put together some other content for the week. Um, So my afternoon was pretty full. So I spent the morning working on my website and I decided to, I have hired SEO help before. Um, I think you all know Mariah Magazine on Instagram. She has a YouTube channel as well. She is an SEO expert. Um, Now my website is long overdue for some love. So I was was looking into looking at her YouTube channel today and <clears throat> trying to DIY 
some SEO. Really what I wanted where I was at this morning was just trying to get a pulse on my website's performance right now because I'm in a phase of business where it's time to start utilizing other marketing tactics outside of social media and networking. So I'm also trying to get my website to a place where it's working for me too, right? It's working for me even when I'm not working. That is the goal for me this year. So I was doing an SEO checkup. She has a free like beginner guide start here thing on YouTube. So I followed her prompts and I used the tools she suggested there. And one of the tools she had suggested gave me a really weird really weird feedback on my website. I'm not going to go down all the nerdy terms because there's no point, but long story short, I got that feedback and then I followed the steps to correct the issues that it told me my website had. And then when I got to that point in my website, I realized it wasn't an issue at all. Like the tool had just read something incorrectly and I confirmed that using Google Search Console and Google Analytics. Um, so luckily Mariah and I are friends. So I was able to just pick up the phone and send her a voice note like, Hey, this is something weird that's going on. Honestly, she's super friendly in the DMS and she has tons of workshops too. So I'm waiting for a, a workshop that makes sense for me to join. And I'm going to jump in the next one that she has, but I spent, so she, she messaged me back and she said, Oh my gosh, you almost just wasted so much time following those steps. And I said, no, let me correct you, Mariah, Mariah. I did waste 90 minutes of my strategy time today following the instructions to fix a problem that I didn't even have on my website, just creating more problems. And this folks is why we hire experts to expedite the process because Mariah in two minutes was able to tell me that it wasn't a problem. And she was like, I don't know why that tool told you that what I'm seeing on my end, blah, blah, blah. Again, perks of being friends with the SEO expert. Um, but this is why we pay people because I have paid Mariah in the past. I know she is worth her weight in gold. I have listened to her podcasts. I've listened to her YouTube channels. I love her tips on Instagram. So people like that are so helpful. And this goes for service providers who are actually doing the work. I just had a conversation with a woman I met in a networking group and we were chatting about the number of online marketing coaches that are popping up in the world and how it can be hard as a consumer who's not familiar with marketing to discern who is legit and who's not. And so part of this falls on the consumer to do your homework. Part of this falls on the marketer in question to do a better job of educating and providing social proof, which would be me. I don't do a great job all the time, especially on social media of these things. And I think at first glance in a, a networking meeting, I get lumped into like, oh, just another marketing coach category. And then I have a coffee chat with someone and they're like, oh, I didn't get that at all from your elevator pitch, right? And so it's these things, these um, specific things that experts can help with, someone that can help you with pitching, someone that can help you with messaging and copy. And so, so much of this conversation of investing in experts, I think a lot of you understand that. And I think where one of the struggles that comes in for people is trying to discern where to spend the money that you have to invest um, and, and why spend it in certain places first. And this is all going to go back to identifying your goals, the ways you want to grow this year, the things you like doing and don't like doing. I know a lot of you don't want to give up social media. So maybe hiring a social media manager is not the step for you. But for the client, Ted, 
that's something he's willing to give up. He doesn't have that intimate connection with his audience. And I think a social media management agency or person would be better suited to start building that connection. Um, so really identifying that is going to be helpful for you. And then, and this is why I preach marketing strategy as the first step in the process, because we can then identify, once we've identified your goals, once we have identified your bottlenecks, once we've identified your strengths and your weaknesses, then we can identify who to put in place to help you achieve those goals, to take the stuff you don't like doing off your plate and to clear up those bottlenecks. And so strategy, the intensive, again, you get 10% off until August 1st this year. Um, the intensive is a great way to do it. We're coming to the end of the second quarter. This can tee you up nicely for the second half of the year or the third quarter. So if you're interested in any of these, the link is in the bio. Um, with all of the information and you can always, always, always DM me on Instagram if you have questions. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be back with you next week. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you loved what you heard today, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at marketing uninhibited so I can share you with my community. And don't forget that you can achieve your big business dreams with small marketing steps. Talk to you next week.